Hello cats! Welcome back to another episode of Chat About That. I'm your host Bella and in this episode I'm going to be chatting about Falcon and the Winter Soldier, my thoughts, some theories, and where I think this is going to lead the Marvel Cinematic Universe next. Before you chat about that, I just want to say I know last month, April 2021, I only posted one episode to chat about that, and that's because I've been pretty busy in my personal life and in my professional life. I do have a full-time job, I'm a social media specialist, and I've been kept pretty busy at work, in a, in a good way of course, but pretty busy, and then my birthday was also on the 28th, so I did have a little um, celebration with my family and just a couple of friends. Everybody um, is either fully vaccinated or has one of their vaccines, so it was a very safe get-together. So I had a lot of things going on, and I just wasn't feeling motivated enough to chat with you guys, and I feel like if I'm gonna do an episode, I wanna be happy and I wanna be motivated and I wanna be ready to talk about my subject and I just wasn't feeling that last month. And like I said, everyone at my birthday get together was either fully vaccinated or had one vaccine and I'm happy to say that I got my first dose of my vaccine last month and I'm getting my next one in a couple of weeks and I'm very excited. So if you haven't been vaccinated yet, um, please look into when and where you can get your vaccination. If you have been vaccinated, I'm very happy for you and it's it's very important that everyone gets their vaccines. Another reason why I only posted one episode last month is because at work, I was doing a step challenge. So that means everybody who is doing the challenge um, tracks their steps each week and the person with the most steps that week will win a prize. And I'm happy to say that I actually won one of the weeks. It was actually during my birthday week and on my birthday, I got the gift card to Amazon and I had almost 100,000 steps, so I'm very proud of myself. Um, so pretty much um, every day in April after work, I immediately either went to the gym or went on a couple of walks around my neighborhood, and I was just obviously just so exhausted from doing that. So now that the step challenge is over, um, I just feel like a little bit more relaxed. I don't feel like I have to, you know, get every single step in every day because I'm not doing the challenge, but I'm definitely going to keep up the walks and keep up the fitness and just try to get into a little bit of more healthy space. So getting into the main topic of this episode, I'm chatting about Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And if you don't know, if you've been living under a rock, Falcon and the Winter Soldier is the newest Disney Plus series that takes place in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. MCU, that's what I'll be calling it. Many, many times on this podcast, I have talked about how much I love Marvel. I did a whole episode on WandaVision. I did a whole episode on Chadwick Boseman, who um, played T'Challa in the Black Panther series. And obviously, I'm going to do an episode on Falcon and the Winter Soldier. The first episode came out on March 19th, and the last episode was on April 23rd. There were only six episodes. They're all about an hour long. I think one or two were um, over an hour. But I want to talk about this. I want to chat about this and talk about my thoughts, my theories, and just some cool things um, that I learned about the show. So I know that my WandaVision episode was kind of scatterbrained and all over the place and I said it wasn't going to go into like super detail um, with each episode and then that's kind of what I ended up doing. So I think I'll do a little bit more of a structured episode if that's okay with everyone. Um, but so I'll go um, pretty much episode by episode. I'll talk about them and if I you know go out of order a little bit with the plot lines 
I probably will. Um, but I'll just mostly talk about what happens in the series um, and a little bit of Easter eggs and some fun facts here and there. And then I'll go into my thoughts of what I thought about the show and then how I think, you know, this is going to affect the MCU moving forward. So Falcon and the Winter Soldier has to do with the Captain America portion of the MCU. So last time we saw... Falcon, who is Sam Wilson, played by Anthony Mackie, and the Winter Soldier, Bucky Barnes, played by Sebastian Stan. Um, last time we saw both of them was in Avengers Endgame, and at the end, obviously this episode is going to have spoilers for the entire MCU and the show, so... Again, if you haven't seen the show, if you haven't seen any of the movies, you're going to get spoiled. I'm just telling you now. So last time we saw Sam and Bucky was at the end of Endgame when um, Captain America, Steve Rogers, played by the amazing Chris Evans, he went back in time to return all of the, um, you know, Infinity Stones and all of the artifacts and stuff. And... Um, he comes back and he's an old man. He's old man Cap. And he basically tells Sam, yeah, I mean, I'm old now. I lived an entire life in another timeline and you're Captain America now. Here's my shield. And Sam is like, uh, okay, dude. Like, I don't know if I like deserve this or not. And then in the movie, it's implied, but then it's also said later in the series that um, Steve told Bucky this plan. So that's where this starts. So the show Falcon and Winter Soldier starts six months after the events of Endgame. So this is six months after Steve has come back, six months after Tony Stark has passed away, and Sam, you know, has been given this big responsibility. And so the opening of the show shows that Sam is closing up the shield and he decides that he is going to donate the shield to the Smithsonian. And there is this big Captain America exhibit there and he basically says like this shield is a legacy and this was Steve's legacy and I'm giving it to the Smithsonian and you guys can put it in this Captain America museum. Basically at the beginning Sam doesn't really want anything to do with the Captain America. He He's Falcon and he doesn't want to be Captain America. He doesn't want to take on this legacy that Steve left him. And so in the beginning of the episode as well Sam is um, on this mission and he's basically trying to stop this terrorist group from you know hijacking this plane and um he ends up getting support from uh Joaquin he's a U.S. Air Force lieutenant Joaquin basically um is under the impression that Steve Rogers is on the moon um because that's like an internet conspiracy theory within the MCU um they never actually say where Steve is they never say if he's dead if he's still alive if he's in Wakanda if he's up in space like they never actually say where he is but Joaquin um the Air Force lieutenant is pretty much um under this impression that he's um, up in the moon. Um, and a fun fact about Joaquin, he ends up becoming Falcon um, in the comics. So they kind of set that up at the end of the um, end of the series, but I'll get to that in a little bit. So yeah, so Sam, the first episode, Sam is just really struggling with this idea that he's Captain America. He doesn't believe that he is. And so he's giving this shield to the Smithsonian. And then with Bucky in the first episode, he is really, really still struggling with PTSD. He really has never had any time to really cope with this 
PTSD other than the time that he was in Wakanda but in the show they kind of imply that he was really only like out of the cryostasis for a little while in Wakanda like so he really has not lived his life as like a free man for very long and so in the beginning of the series um, they say that Bucky had been pardoned by the president so he is no longer you know on the run he's he's a free he's really a free person but he still has a lot of PTSD he's been he's going to therapy he has nightmares and he is befriending this old man who you learn in the first episode that Bucky actually killed this old man's son um, when he was the Winter Soldier. And so he's trying to basically befriend this man and kind of as like a repayment for killing his son because the man doesn't actually know what happened to his son. He just knows that he was killed and he doesn't know why. So Bucky is, you know, struggling with this. Should I tell him that I killed his son, but I really just want to be friends with him and I want to make his life better. So that's kind of where Bucky's at in the first episode. There are a couple of plot lines in this show. I would say there's about four main plot, four or five main plot lines. So we have Sam's, we have Bucky's, and then we have this group called the Flag Smashers. I also want to point out one thing before I continue. This show is much more involved with plot lines than WandaVision was. WandaVision really only had the main plot line with the town, the plot line with the um, sword agents, and then the plot line with Agatha Harkness. And they were all very, they're kind of simple plot lines this this show has a lot more in-depth plot lines so I'm kind of just reading off episode descriptions and I'm gonna just give as much detail as I can obviously I can't give every single detail of the show but I just want to say that this is a much more involved series yes it does have that Marvel comedy but it is more serious and it's it's definitely more of like a heavy show than WandaVision was. So I do want to I do want to point that out. So another plot line in this show is the Flag Smashers and this is a group of people they're quote unquote terrorists who believe that life was better during the blip. And the blip is when Thanos slapped his fingers and people disappeared. So they believe that during that time when half the population disappeared was better and now that people have come back, they're basically being displaced. And people who came back um, after the blip, people were living in their homes. They, you know, might have been like borders changed and and they're really just, there's so many people who are displaced because of the blip and the people who were there during the blip. These flag smashers believe that, that the government and the way the world was functioning was better. So they're basically trying to change governments and do a lot of things in the background to, um, make life the way it was during the blip. So they're a terrorist organization and they're um, led by a girl named Carly. That is like a, a huge plot line in this show. So Carly, Flag Smashers, that's what I'm going to be using to say this. Now the last plot line for now is John Walker. John Walker is played by Wyatt Russell. He's Kurt Russell's son. And fun fact, Kurt Russell actually played Ego in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. So it's cool that... Um, father and son were in Marvel. Um, but John Walker is a soldier who is the new Captain America. And we don't like him. We don't stand him. We don't like him. I do like the actor. I think Wyatt Russell did a really, really great job as, um, as John Walker. Um, but I don't support John Walker as Captain America. He is not Captain America. There's one Captain America and we will get into that in a little bit. So basically at the end of the episode, the government announces that John Walker is the new Captain America and everyone's like, what the hell is going on? So that is the first episode. So the second episode focuses mostly on John Walker and the background of the super soldier serum. So John Walker basically talks about how 
he really wants to live up to Steve's legacy and, you know, he just wants to do the best for his country. Again, we don't stand him, don't like him. Um, and he has a sidekick and he is a sidekick named Hodgkins who happens to be an African-American man. And it's a little, you know, uh, derivative of uh, Steve and Sam just how it is <laughs> so basically the whole world is like yay there's a new captain america and sam and bucky are like what the actual hell this is ridiculous and bucky is a little annoyed because sam gave up the shield and sam's like i didn't want it i didn't want to be captain america i'm not captain america and bucky's whole thing is you know steve gave you the shield for a reason and you just gave it away and, you know, Sam has to deal with this. And there's another plot line with Sam and his sister. And he um, is trying to fix up his sister and his family's old boat. Um, and he doesn't want to sell it, but the sister wants to sell it. And there's a lot of financial hardships going on. And they talk about how the world really messed up when people return from the blip because she's not able to get a loan on like their house the bank teller's like you don't have any credit and sam's sister is like well i wasn't here for the past five years so how the hell am i supposed to have any credit and the bank's like well we can't do anything about it so like that's just super irritating and i that just pisses me off a lot <laughs> it made me really upset um, so that's another one of the plot lines. Again, the show just has a lot going on and I'm trying to be as concise as possible. Sam and Bucky end up infiltrating um, Carly and the Flag Smashers on this uh, train. They're trying to steal a bunch of vaccines. They're trying to, um, you know, steal a bunch of stuff and they try to go stop them. And who shows up? But good old quote unquote Captain America and his sidekick and... Basically, the Flag Smashers get away and they realize that the Flag Smashers actually have a super soldier serum and they are super soldiers now. And they're like, where the hell did they get the serum from? They're really, really pissed off and annoyed um, with Walker. And um, Sam introduces Bucky to this man named Isaiah Bradley, who's actually a veteran soldier who actually had the super soldier serum. And Isaiah is an African-American man and he was a soldier during the Korean War and he fought Bucky. Oh, actually, I'm sorry. Bucky introduces Sam to Isaiah. He fought Bucky and he thinks that he knows some information about like how these people got the super soldier serum because it's, you know, obviously hasn't been um, created since Steve. And so Bucky introduces Sam to Isaiah and um, they talk about how there was a super soldier program during the Korean War and Isaiah was one of the people who received this super soldier serum and he ended up um, being imprisoned and experimented on by Hydra and he ended up becoming um, imprisoned for 30 years and the world doesn't know about him and his sacrifices that he made. And the show really goes into a lot of detail about black culture and how, um, you know, black people are oppressed. And Sam gives a really amazing speech later on in the series about, about it. But there's a lot, a lot of um, correlations to what's going on today in the show. Um, so Isaiah is a very important character. Um, so they learn about the super soldier serum. Basically, um, Bucky and Sam don't want to work with the new Captain America Walker. They don't want to work with him. And they need answers about the super soldier serum. They're not going to work with Walker to get it. And they seek out none other than Zemo. He's the one that um, basically made um, Steve and Tony Stark fight. And he's imprisoned. And they're like, we can get some information out of Zemo. So we're going to go get him. So basically, Zemo offers to help um, stop the Flag Smashers. Because Zemo does not agree with the super soldiers at all. 
all. He does not um, want any more super soldiers. And so Bucky and Sam break him out of jail and he's kind of helping them out. And turns out Zemo is actually like super rich and he's like balling. Um, so he's like helping them. He's got a private plane and everything. They travel to a place called Mandrapur, which is a fake country. And it's basically like this criminal sanctuary area. And it's run by this mysterious person called the power broker. And this plot line kind of confused me because power broker, um, hired somebody to um, recreate the super soldier serum and then the flag smashers are sort of working for the power broker and you don't know who this is until later in the series but basically the power broker is this big um scary identity big scary person and um they hired the scientist to cre recreate the sol soldier serum and um flag smashers are working for them so power broker is up up at the top then we got flag smashers then we got um you know, everyone else. <laughs> so they go to Manchurpur, they're trying to get the serum. They learn about this super soldier serum has been recreated. And they also run into Sharon Carter in Manchurpur. And Sharon Carter, of course, is Peggy Carter's niece. And she is from the Captain America series. Um, she's been living in Manchurpur. Um, She basically was, you know, fired and ousted from uh, the CIA after helping Steve and Bucky in Winter Soldier. So she is in civil war excuse me um and so she is on mandrapur and she's you know just living a ball in life and just living that crime life <laughs> and so um they end up meeting up with the flag smashers and carly and they're fighting them and they basically realize that they have super soldier serum and Zemo destroys all of the Super Soldier serum that they have and the Flag Smashers get away. And Walker finds one vial of Super Soldier serum and you don't see it, but he takes the serum. So he becomes a Super Soldier and you're just like, no, we don't, we don't want, we don't want this guy. We don't want him anymore. And then the Flag Smashers bomb this um, council who's basically this council who's trying to like come up with new laws about how they're going to like reestablish borders and things. So they they bomb uh, one of their storage facilities. Bucky and Sam decide to um, go to Latvia where they bombed this um, bomb this facility and they're going to go um, try to figure out like what the hell is going on. And uh, at the end of this episode, you are introduced again to uh, Ayo who is from the um, Wakandan Dora Milaje, which is the um, amazing badass female warriors from Black Panther. And so basically they come along a little bit in this series and we see a bit of a backstory um, later on with um, Bucky and how um, these soldiers really helped him when he was in Wakanda and they helped him recover and they actually helped him not be affected by those trigger words that Zemo used that turn him into the Winter Soldier. Um, they get rid of those trigger words and that scene where they're giving him the trigger words and he's in Wakanda and he's no longer affected and he's free that scene just really broke my heart it was really really um it's just really heartbreaking that scene I, I and again I I think Sebastian Stan is such a good actor and I think he's been snubbed too many times and I really hope that this show like wins some awards because he did a really great job and so um the soldiers come to get Zemo pretty much because they um you know obviously Zemo was responsible for killing King Chachaka um so they you know want to capture him and they want to um kill him and they're like no we need like 
Bucky and Sam are like, we need some time to like figure out what's going on. So just like hold off on arresting him for a little bit. And so Zemo helps them find Carly and where the Flag Smashers are. And basically this whole episode, episode four, has this big fight um, between the Flag Smashers and Bucky and Sam. And Bucky and Sam like don't want to give Zemo over to Walker and Hodgkins. Hodgkins is again, um... Uh, Walker's sidekick, I guess. Um, they don't want to give Zemo over to him. They don't want to help. They don't want to like have anything to do with Walker. And they just fucking Sam just want to be on their own. And Walker's like, okay, like let's just work together to try to get the flag smashers. Cause I'm like, I'm on your side, guys. I'm trying to like stop them too. And they're like, dude, calm down. And so they. There's a big fight scene in this episode and the ending of this episode of episode four is one of the most graphic things that has ever happened in a Marvel show or just in the Marvel Cinematic Universe as a whole. Um, I watched this episode with my family and we were all like shook at the end of this episode. So basically what happens is Flag Smashers are fighting Sam and Bucky and Walker and Hodgkins. And at this point, Walker, AKA Captain America, not really Captain America, he has the super soldier serum and Hodgkins does not. And so they're all fighting. And at one point, one of the Flag Smashers, who again, all the Flag Smashers have this serum. So all the Flag Smashers are just as strong as as um, Bucky and as um, Steve. Rogers was so they're all like super super strong they're fighting and one of them hits Hodgkins and Hodgkins goes flying back he gets thrown against this pillar and he dies and Walker is pissed he is so furious and all the flag smashers are like oh shit we really fucked up (laughs) and um they're all running away and Walker chases after one of them and he pushes the guy on the ground and he's in in this town square and there's all these people watching all these people like filming and like taking pictures and stuff because it's like Captain America's in our country and he pushes the guy on the ground and he takes his shield and he hits the guy repeatedly with the shield in the chest and he the guy dies and everybody is just like whoa what just happened and the last scene of that episode is walker holding the shield and the whole bottom of the shield is just covered in blood and dripping blood and it is so like i watch graphic shows like i used i watched the walking dead i've seen breaking bad game of thrones like i am no stranger to like gore and things like that but for like marvel it is the most graphic thing that i've ever seen in marvel and it was just a really shocking episode. So that that was really, really bad, obviously, because he is um, proving that he is not really worthy of the shield. And it's just, it was just a really frightening thing. So fifth episode, Bucky and Sam are trying to get the shield from Walker. They're like, this guy is off the rails. He's insane. He does not deserve this shield. And they try to get it from him. They fight with him and they um, manage to get the shield back from him. Pretty much what happens with Walker is he gets thrown out of the army. He gets everything stripped from him and he is pretty much just ousted from, from, society at this point and so he is just besides himself and he is so upset and you know he really believes that he's Captain America and this so this woman named Valentina comes to him and basically is sort of like kind of cryptic but she's telling him that you know this isn't the end for him like he's gonna have like his justice and he's gonna be able to like you know do more 
just just because it's not Captain America right now doesn't mean he's he's done with with everything. So she comes back back later. So I'll talk about that in a little bit. So basically, Sam and Bucky are like, holy shit, we just we gotta deal with Flag Smashers and we gotta deal with this like rogue soldier. And so they go back home to where Sam's family is, and Sam is like, okay, you know what? It's time. I need to be Captain America. And Sam and Bucky have this heart to heart and Sam decides to like do this power workout and just really awesome montage of him like working out. And he is finally like, I am ready to be Captain America. And Bucky is like, finally, you just, you realize this. And so basically they help fix um, Sam's sister's boat. And it's just really cute like montage of him with um, Bucky and they're cleaning the boat and they're like playing with um, Sam's nephews. And it's just a really cool, cool scene of, you know, Sam becoming Captain America. And so the Flag Smashers, again, they're planning to attack um, this council, the council that is um, working to uh, establish like new borders and stuff. They're planning to bomb and attack this council. And Bucky and Sam figure this out and Sharon Carter uh, informs them of this as well. And Walker creates a new shield and he's like trying to become Captain America again. So on to the last episode. I know that I'm kind of, uh, I'm going pretty um, basic with the details here. Again, like WandaVision, this show is very much more in detail and I could go a little bit more in depth with WandaVision because the episodes were much shorter. And I don't want to say there wasn't substance to WandaVision because there definitely was, but because the episodes were so short, I can definitely give like way more in detail recap but this show again there's so much going on and every episode's an hour but there's just so much packed into them that I I know I'm missing a lot of details but I just give it kind of giving you like the main overview and then I'll I'll give a lot more thoughts um later but we have one more episode to cover and this episode this is the final episode and Sam emerges with his Captain America outfit He's got the shield, he's got the wings, he's got a whole new outfit, and it's implied that the Wakandans gave him this outfit. So it's like, you know, got vibranium, and it's just like, it's badass. So the beginning of this episode, they show like the um, the facility with the ca- where the council is meeting, and the Flag Smashers are like, you know, we're gonna go in, we're gonna like do the bomb, and yada yada, and there's like people on the inside who are the Flag Smashers and stuff, and there's this like big glass window, and Sam just like comes bursting into the glass window and he's got the wings he got the shield and they're all the security guards are like who are you what are you doing here and he's like i'm captain america and i'm like yes you are captain america oh my god it was like it was it was amazing i was watching this episode with my boyfriend and we were like cheering we were like going insane i probably need to watch this episode again because i think i was like screaming the entire time but yeah he's like Bucky and I, we're gonna stop the Flag Smashers. And you know, enough is enough. So Walker also um, comes in his like ghetto, fake, um, you know, janky, homemade DIY Captain America outfit. And uh, you know, thinks that he's like Captain America. And we're just like, girl, like you, you already, you already suck. And we already all know you suck. So like stop being a poser, like not a fan of him. <laughs> If you can't tell. So Carly, the leader of the Flag Smashers, is, you know, on the run. And she's just like, we're gonna, you know, blow up this council because we we deserve to have, you know, the world the way it was. And so she's like still on this crap. And so um, Sharon Carter shows up and Sam is there. They're all like talking to Carly and like trying to get her to like, you know, shut up and like stop. And 
Sharon actually reveals that she is the power broker. So she is actually the top, top level right now. And she is like doing a lot of shady stuff. But honestly, I'm kind of happy for her. You know, she got ousted and she was like given the short end of the stick. And now she's like living life as this like top dog. So I don't know. I was, I was kind of happy about that. <laughs> so Sam is um trying to stop this plane that has a bunch of council members on it from being hijacked. And he's trying to stop um, a bunch of flag smashers. And Sharon actually ends up killing Carly and Sam comes in and he, um, he kind of throughout the episodes, he kind of had like a weird like rapport with Carly because they both kind of like agreed in some terms with each other. Like Sam agrees that there are some things that needed to be changed from when happened with the blip, but then there are a lot of things that Carly believed that he also believed too. So they kind of have this moment and Sam basically convinces the council to not go forth with uh, relocating all the people who are displaced. And he gives this really amazing speech and talks about how Carly died, you know, fighting for these rights of these people and instead of talking about them as being terrorists you know try to see their their point of view and their opinions and stuff so he gives this really amazing speech at the end so bucky and walker kind of end up working together again they're really not fans of of walker in any sense but he kind of helps redeem himself because you think he's going to um literally throw Bucky and Sam under the bus and he ends up actually helping them. So he does redeem himself in a way, um, but I'm, I'm still not, I'm still not a fan of him. So I'm not convinced of him. So the flag smashers, all the rest of them end up getting sent off to go to jail, but they are actually blown up by Zemo's butler. So Zemo would rather have them dead than be in jail, which I think is kind of interesting. Walker ends up working with Valentina again. Valentina is this woman who, you know, was telling him, you know, there's still, there's more, more for you to do. So basically she um, gives him this uniform and turns him into US agent. And this is like setting up for a potential movie or a spinoff with, um, I believe this is gonna be like these, this group of like anti-heroes. So they're setting him up for something in the future. And so Bucky ends up, he, so I missed the big plot point in the beginning. Bucky has the notebook that Steve used in the beginning of the Winter Soldier where he wrote down all of like the things that he, he needs to do now that he's out of the ice. He gave that book to Bucky and Bucky was compiling a list of all these people that he hurt when he was the Winter Soldier. And so he, makes amends with everybody including the old man whose son he killed and he tells him that he was the one who killed his son and he finishes everything in his list and he gives it to his therapist and he's finally like free he's really free he no longer has the trigger words he was finally able to make amends with everybody and he's just he's free he's finally ready to just live his life the way he wants to. And so Sam, um, back to Isaiah Bradley, who is the uh, super soldier back in the Korean War, he decides that he is going to share Isaiah's story with the world. And so he puts a section in the Smithsonian, the fake Smithsonian Museum, which I totally wish that this little exhibit um, was actually in the Smithsonian, but he basically um, takes Isaiah's story and has a section of that um, museum exhibit dedicated to Isaiah. And so that the whole world knows about this other super soldier serum, this other program and how he really gave 30 years of his life to this, this serum and how he really was another one of these soldiers. And so there's finally justice for him. And then again, um, Joaquin, who was the um, Air Force pilot that um, 
Sam was working with in the beginning. I'm not sure if he was a pilot, but he was in the Air Force. They show Sam giving um, a pair of his wings to Joaquin. So again, that's setting Joaquin up to be the next Falcon, which is really cool. And then the final end credits show Sharon Carter being pardoned by the CIA, being pardoned by the government, and they are letting her come back into the CIA and reinstate her position. And everyone's clapping, we're all cheering. And then she walks out of the courthouse, she gets on the phone, and she's basically telling uh, whoever is on the phone that she's going to have access to a bunch of government secrets. And so she's she's still she's still balling. She's still going to be a little shady, but I'm kind of, again, I'm kind of happy for her. So that is pretty much the Falcon, the Winter Soldier. I know, again, I wasn't entirely in detail with everything. I tried to give as much backstory as I really could, but the show just goes so into detail that I really can't do um, super in-depth of this. But I do want to talk about my, um, you know, things that I liked about it and things that, you know, I think how this is going to go forward. So obviously Bucky Barnes is one of my favorite characters in the MCU and I'm so happy that he finally is free I'm so happy that he he got you know really the story that he deserves and I'm just I'm really excited to see moving forward how he's gonna be because this series really showed his PTSD and how you know he still wasn't wasn't fully incorporated back into society And now that he is pardoned and he, you know, finished this list and he, he really feels that he has given back to everyone that he's hurt, he's really free to move forward. Obviously, Sam Wilson being Captain America is so epic. I've been waiting for this since he came on because I knew that he eventually became Captain America. And he, he's just is such an amazing character. I really love the story with him with his sister and you know how he was really conflicted and they do talk in the show about how Steve and Bucky really didn't know what it would mean to give a black man the shield and he they didn't know how how that would have affected him in that way because obviously Steve and Bucky are both white men and a white man being Captain America, Walker, you know, is a white man as well. And the world seeing a black man being Captain America is not something that they really thought about or, you know, thought how that would affect him. So I'm glad that they did talk a lot about black rights and, you know, how being a big public figure in that way is different for someone who's black. So I'm really glad that they included that. I do think that the show, I do, I just wish that it was a little bit longer. I wish there were a couple more episodes. I felt like even though the episodes were long, I felt like I was wanting more to happen in them and there were a couple of plot lines that I think that they cut out. There was a whole plot line with vaccines and a disease that was cut out from it Um, and you can tell when you're watching it that they kind of cut some stuff out and I think it was because um, when they were filming this originally it was right when COVID started so I think that they wanted to change some of the plot lines and cut some things out because they didn't want it to be too close to home which I would have been fine with that I think that would have just made it like more realistic I mean obviously it's Marvel it's not like realistic but I think that would have just made it a little bit more you know real if they kept that in so I definitely think that this is something that I need to re-watch because I missed a lot of things and it wasn't like oh I miss easter eggs here and there I think it was just like I missed plot points of it and I feel like because WandaVision the episodes were so short and it was so like what the hell is going on 
that you were like super paying attention to every detail. But I think because this show was longer and um, it, the plot lines were just a little bit more complicated, I think I just didn't fully grasp everything. So I think that's another reason why my analysis might not have been like the best. But I, you know, I wanted to talk about it. I, I love, I love Marvel so much. Obviously, I talk about it all the time. And I'm so happy that Stam and Bucky both had their like really big moment to shine. Obviously they were in the films, but you know, they really got their moment to shine in this series. And I think, I think, um, it was really good. I, I love it. I think I liked WandaVision a little more just because of the what the hell factor, but I, I really liked this series. I, it wasn't bad in any way. Um, it, it obviously was exactly like the films. They didn't change any of the characters and, I just, I think this series, like, this is really setting up for, for more movies and for, you know, a lot that they can do. They have, like, obviously Sam and Bucky's plot lines. They have Sharon's plot line. They have, you know, Walker. What's going to happen with him? And, oh, I completely forgot to talk about what happened to Zemo. Zemo ends up getting arrested by the Wakandans and he gets sent to jail. Um, totally forgot to mention that. <laughs> Just goes to show how much I really cared about his character. I, I do like that they brought him back. It was definitely a case of, I hate this villain, but I also find him to be hilarious and kind of a meme. So I, I do like that they brought him back. And I just, I love the Captain America series. I think overall Captain America is probably my favorite series out of everything. So obviously I was going to enjoy it. But that's pretty much the recap that I have. Again, I apologize if it was a bit scatterbrained, if I didn't explain everything in complete detail, but... It's just such an in-detailed show that I, if I had like, if I, if I could just do like three episodes just on this show, I think I could really do it justice. But I just wanted to talk about it and just give a little bit of a recap. And there's definitely a lot that they're going to set up. You know, there's, there's definitely going to be something with Walker and he might have something to do with like other characters that are in other series. I'm just not really sure what they're going to do with him. I, I have an idea based on like what happened in the comics and stuff, but I am interested to see that whole plot line because I think, I think it'll be really interesting. Like I said, I think this is really, really phenomenal show. I definitely recommend seeing it and I'm definitely going to rewatch it because there were definitely things that I missed. Again, like all Marvel, they had a lot of Easter eggs and a lot of fun little like callbacks in there. I just love it. I, I'm so happy that they did this series. It's funny because all my favorite characters got Disney Plus series. My favorites are Bucky, Wanda, and Loki. Obviously, um, you know, I love like Steve and, and Iron Man and Thor, but like of like the new quote unquote people, those are my, um, well, I guess Loki's not new, but you know what I mean. Like the not the main, the main people, all of them got shows. So I'm, I'm really happy that they got a show. And, and I think Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Stan did such a phenomenal job. And I really recommend this. I really think that you should watch it. So that's pretty much everything I have to say. <laughs> So that's it for this episode. I hope you enjoyed learning about Falcon and the Winter Soldier. If you haven't seen it, please watch it. It's absolutely amazing. Um, if you have watched it, I encourage you to go back and rewatch it and see what you missed. See if you missed any of the plot points that I pointed out or just see if there is anything else that you find interesting the second time around. As always, stay safe, stay classy, and I will chat again with you soon. Goodbye. <laughs>